Philip Stainton's in, and he is the deputy head of Senior School. And you're going to come in and talk about the IGCSEs. Would you like to explain? Yeah. Would you like to explain what they are, please? Yeah. So the IGCSE uh, is the international version of the GCSE that all students in the UK sit, and the GCSE stands for the General Certificate of Secondary Education. So all the pupils in the UK sit exams at the end of Year Eleven when they're uh, sixteen years old, and these are qualifications across a range of subjects. Uh, they include English, maths, science. Um, normally some kind of language, so it might be French or Spanish, um, and normally humanities, so like a history or geography, some kind of creative designs, uh, subjects like music or art or drama, um, and so on. And they generally get to choose uh, which subjects they want to study, and it's generally down to what their interests and strengths are. And so the IGCSE is simply the international version of that. Why do we do IGCSEs, you know, what's the reason of doing the international version? You know, one of the things the parents often ask is, what is the difference? And there really isn't any. Um, the, the, the two sort of things that stick out is one that uh, all the exams have to be sat at the same time. So to make sure that there's no cheating, the students aren't coming out of one exam in the morning and messaging all their mates and saying, these are the questions and get ready for the afternoon. So it'd be very difficult for us to do that here in China because we're seven hours time difference. So our pupils would be sitting exams at very late at night and that's just not really feasible or appropriate. So the IGCSE means that we're able to sit the very similar examinations, uh, similar tests, um, similar criterias, everything the same, equal weighting, just at a time zone that works for China. Uh, the other difference is that being international, Often the topics and the language used tends to be a bit more of a world focused. It tends to reflect that schools are more of an international setting. So certain local jargons or local um, uh, sayings that might be sort of becomes colloquialism within the UK that maybe doesn't spread out internationally isn't used. And the, the literature um, and general topics tend to have a bit more world focused. So, so, for example, in history, there tends to be a bit less focus on British history and a bit more focus on, on world history. And that's the same true with um, the books, too. So in English, uh, the GCSE in England tends to have quite a lot of um, British authors, whereas the, the IGCSE tends to broaden that reading out to have more of a world focus to it. When a child is successful and gets the IGCSE, is it recognised all over the globe? Yeah, exactly the same as a GCSE. It's equivalent. It's the same levels. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, every single university around the world knows what an IGCSE is in the same way that GCSEs as well. Yeah, fully recognised. Is the studying for the IGCSE done in the same way or is it project based? Or what, what is, what is the, the route that the child must take? Good question. Yeah, it's it's a, a little bit uh, tricky to answer this because it, it basically is exactly the same as the GCSE in terms of there are examinations and assessments. But how they study for it really depends on the course itself. So, for example, for maths, they will be studying um, two years of, of a course of an IGCSE course of which over two years they will learn content and skills to then at the end of the two years sit examinations, formal examinations, testing those that content knowledge and those skills. But that wouldn't necessarily work for design and technology because the point of a design and technology qualification 
is more about what their practical skills are. So in terms of how it's how it's taught and how it's led to, it tends to be more based upon what the end result is, how they're being assessed fine at the end. So something like design technology, there, there isn't much point in them doing lots of written assessments because the main thing they're testing is what they can physically produce. So it really depends on the subject yourself. And, and it's a good point you've raised there because that's often one of the um, points we have discussions with, with pupils and parents when choosing which subjects to study. That it's good to have a broad range that not only are different subjects but also assessments. It can be very, very difficult if all of your subjects are all examinations at the very end. In the same way that it can be very difficult if all your subjects are coursework based. You're doing a lot of projects and juggling lots of things. So often we like to to tell parents that it's good to have a balance of, of examinations and some subjects that have sort of more modular project coursework. I did see an email talking about we, we are now a Cambridge school. That Could, could that conf- confuse people? The Cambridge school, what it means is that uh, sometimes people think that the examinations of GCSEs or IGCSEs, because they are more of a UK-based system, that these examinations are tested by the UK government. They're not. That, that's not how these examinations work. What happens is there are exam boards. So there are organisations that are created to create exams. And then those exams get um, overseen and adjudicated to make sure they are appropriate. They are of equal level every single year and they are testing the right content. And those exam boards you need to apply as a school to to become a test centre to sit those exams. So when um, notification went out to say we're a Cambridge school, it means that we've been accepted as a Cambridge test centre, which means that those subjects that we wish to do with Cambridge um, International, in terms of the um, Cambridge exam board, we're able to sit them. Uh, We're also in the process of becoming an Edexcel school as well, so we can sit Edexcel uh, examinations and and those are the two main exam boards that we're using there are other exam boards that we could use but just in terms of um, the nature of our pupils their strengths and uh, the type of subjects we want to offer that tailors to their needs edXL and Cambridge are the best exam boards for us we are very lucky to have you because you come with all this knowledge from your previous job in the UK don't you yeah, I've got a bit of experience now of doing uh, GCSEs, and like I say, they're very similar to IGCSEs. But yeah, in my in feels like a previous life now. But in a previous job, yeah, I was in charge of of um, uh, Year Eleven, so the year group that went through GCSEs, of making sure that the pupils were prepared, not only academically but also making sure pastorally they're in the right place and got an understanding of of how to run uh, study days and study skills and revision clinics. Um, What I think people sometimes forget is that these uh, IGCSEs, they are um, a two-year course, which means that, in essence, what you learn in the first day of year 10, and these are for Wellington College International Hangzhou, they are studied in year 10, year 11. What you would learn in day one in year 10 at Wellington College International Hangzhou that could come up in the exam. And so it's it's really uh, a challenge to uh, make sure our pupils fully understand that, that they, they really can't slacken off. They have to make sure they are good at uh, note-taking and organizing themselves, putting their knowledge organizers together, making sure 
the notes they are writing and the and the the research and and um, the way their books are put together, they can go back and review it. it that, that's often a a good test. That one of the reasons why we insist on things like dates and uh, learning objectives and clear titles is because when the pupils need to go back and revise and they're looking back at their work that they did two years ago that they might not fully remember, they can go into their books and they can see the titles, they can see the dates and they can see the working. And then they are able to revise from that and understand how to do it and how to go through it all. So that that's a big process, a big learning curve for our pupils to to really understand that every day matters, every every single lesson they have, that might be something that comes up in the exam and, and they need to sort of be prepared to, to focus for that time. It's a challenge, but um, I'm sure our pupils can rise to it. Are the pupils taught how to learn? Yeah, so really, um, because we're very fortunate being an all-through school, um, both in the international, Wellington International, and in our Hoyle side, uh, our bilingual school, uh, our pupils are really taught these skills from a young age, so they become very second nature. You know, we, we link in a lot of our learning with our values and our identities, and one of our identities is intellectual. Uh, one of our values is responsibility. And so these these um, key ingredients of what we believe makes a Wellingtonian goes into, um, and in our everyday teaching practice, goes into this idea of, of showing our pupils that you're, you're not going to be spoon-fed the information. That That's not how it works for an IGCC exam. You can't just rote learn a whole lot of information and do well in the exam. It, it's about knowing the content, analysing that content, and then having the skills to apply that. You know, I'll give an example of um, English, for example. You can read a book and and... That could be the, the knowledge that you to learn. But the, the teachers within the English lessons will teach the pupils how to analyze that. What's the subtext? What's the context behind it? What's the extra meanings or inferred meanings that enables them to then write the essays, the point evidence explain essays? So there's a huge part of skills uh, undertaking going on within the pupils. So they understand uh, what they're learning, how to do it. And then how to retain that information as well. It's it's um it's a big challenge, but uh, yeah, we we I'm confident we've got the staff that can really um, lead our pupils through this. When you met the parents, because I know you've been doing a lot of that, were were they did they have the similar sort of questions that that I've been asking? I think the the difference perhaps in the questions are that um, some of our parents haven't had any previous experience of GCSEs or perhaps haven't had experience of the UK system at all. So uh, whereas if you're a certain age, you might have done more kind of O-level based examinations, you still get a sense of how the UK school system works and where these qualifications lead to. So the, the questions that have come from parents have been a little bit more information rather than sort of quizzing about what they are, more about information about where they can lead. Are they recognisable across the world? That they, they, Our parents are very good forth, forward thinking in terms of where this leads on to. They're, they're very keen for their pupils to, uh, their sons and daughters to do well at school and to academically and to um, lead on to university. What we're very proud of as a school is that the we don't go to our plan for our higher education is not for our pupils to go necessarily into the best university in the world. 
what our plan for our pupils is to go find the right university for them. You know, I give the example that there is there really is no point studying music at MIT, you know, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. It, it, that's not the right place for that subject. So I think what our focus with our parents is to help educate them that IGCCs are great and that they can see the benefits of them, where they lead on to in terms of our proposal to go on to A-levels and how that's recognised in the world. And then the pathway with higher education in general about how we prepare our students for university life or, or, or um, a world of work life. And most of our um, pupils have the ambition to go to university, particularly outside of China. They, they seem to have the ambition of going to um, UK, um, Europe, America, Canada. And so it's about preparing them for that and then teaching them how to research what the right university for them is, what's the right course for them can be a big change going off to another country um, and studying. So it's about making sure that they are making the right life choices for them. What's uh, a quick contact uh, location? And I know you mentioned it earlier, but uh, is there a website? Uh, can they talk to you? Uh, who can they talk to? There's um, a couple of points of contact here. The first one should be for anyone listening and wants to get some general information about what we do in terms of IGCSEs. For the International School, Wellington College International Hangzhou, please go on to our website, so Wellington College International Hangzhou website, and if you put in the search engine, it will come up. And then under um, the academic curriculum section, you will see there is a tab that is based on year 10 and year 11, and very, very uh, simply and easily there, there is a clicker link which will download our IGCSE options booklet, and we're really proud of it. It has, it really has, hopefully, every bit of information in terms of initial that you could want. It, all the subjects, um, all kind of what, they, what they're about and how they assess, general information about the grading systems, um, which subjects we consider compulsory, which subjects we consider optional, um, how we work as a school. And within that booklet, there's also contact details of um, the principal, um, Catherine Richardson, and myself as the incoming deputy head, and then other member, key members of staff. Um, beyond that, existing parents in the school um, they can already um, create a, uh, a meeting with their tutor or homeroom teacher, or they can request on with myself and uh, Catherine Richardson. And those outside the school thinking of coming, um, I, I would probably point them back to the website. And on there are the con- within that are the contact details of Catherine Richardson, the principal, um, or our um, director of ad- ad- admissions. And that's a good way to introduce the school to. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you think is important to let people know? The, the main question we get from back in the UK uh, tends to be from sort of UK parents around this, tends to be around the different subjects we offer. And I think that's quite an important thing for all our parents here in Hangzhou is to, um, for Wellington College International Hangzhou, is to go onto the Wellington College International Hangzhou website and on there is our IGCSE options booklet. And that has so much information on there. We're really, really proud of that document as a school. And it contains um, general information about IGCSEs, what they mean and, and how they work. It lists the subjects that the students can study. And that's a big thing, too. And it also then gives a breakdown of every single subject. So... Uh, for example, the type of assessments, the length of assessments, um, what those assessments will be assessing, and also general kind of what we'd expect from a pupil in terms of their interest for the subject. And that's quite a key thing. I think with, with anything in life, 
um, things it tends to be easier to study if you enjoy what you're studying. It's amazing how that doesn't feel quite as hard work as in terms of instead of studying something you perhaps aren't so passionate about. So really, this is this is the first opportunity for our pupils to really think about which subjects are you passionate about, which areas do you enjoy, um, and how where that might lead in the future. So I, I'd recommend for um, pupils and parents, particularly at you know uh, where I am, I'm the um, incoming deputy head of the senior school at Wellington College International Hangzhou, to go on the website, have a look at the options booklet, and get a flavour of the type of subjects we're offering um, and what those type of subjects are. The, the exciting thing also is that our we are looking to expand the number of subjects that we're offering um, year on year. We're in regular conversations. Uh, with with the the school team and um, we're looking at what type of subjects we're offering and do they fit and work for our pupils in our school and that's an important thing to think about is that we need to make sure that we're tailoring our our subjects that they're broad enough to offer a, a balanced and holistic view to what we're doing but also the subjects we're offering tailors to the strengths of our pupils we want to make sure that we are we are um, creating an education system and teaching them subjects and skills and then offering them a chance to really excel in that. Um, so we are exciting to be offering further IGCSEs in the future. Um, an example of that in uh, Wellington College International Hangzhou is that we're offering French and Spanish as, as additional languages on top of Chinese. So our pupils will have a choice of Chinese, French or Spanish to study IGCSE. Um, and that's really exciting to be able to do that, to be able to, to, to cater and offer to the strengths of our pupils. Once more, we seem to be leading the field. I hope so. We're, we're, um, we're world-renowned for our outstanding teaching and learning. We're world-renowned for our world-class facilities. And um, we've got a duty of care to our pupils that we want to offer the best education for them. Um, and it's not just about... Uh, making sure that they are academic achieving but also thinking about their future prospects beyond the school where do they go to beyond then you know it it it's fabulous that in wellington the uk they have the ow's as i'm sure you're well familiar of the old wellingtonians and they feel a really con a real strong connection with their school and and that sort of um lifelong uh perhaps loyalty is the wrong word but lifelong um link and and a sense of belonging to that institution is great, and that's what we want our pupils to do. I think as, as adults, we often look back, maybe at the time we're not so sure, but when we look back um, as, as adults with grey hairs, we look back at our school days, hopefully fondly, and we'd want all our pupils to look back and go, you know, my school days weren't great, they were incredible. And I was so fortunate to go to Wellington College International Hangzhou, I was so fortunate to, to, to come to the school, and, um, and they feel really proud to be linked to that school.